shining our member spotlight today on Allo Communications, which is a C-band provider member and actually one of our very first members of the Community Broadband Action Network. And so I'm really excited to have Dave Miller here with us. Uh, Dave is the Director of Ethical Engagement for Allo Communications. Dave, uh, thanks for coming on. You bet. Curtis, thanks. And you know, when you said shining the spotlight, I couldn't help but go, oh, I hope my bald head isn't shining <laughs> too much there for you. But good reference. No, you're looking good. Skin tone is good. Obviously coming off of a nice healthy summer and getting ready to submerge ourselves into the Arctic depths that is a Midwest uh, winter. So let's talk a little bit about Allo Communications. And, and you know, first of all, what what is Allo and how did you guys get started? Yeah, thanks. So Allo is a fiber to the premise telecommunications provider. Uh, we started in 2003 in Imperial, Nebraska. Brad Moline is our founder and CEO and president to this day. So we're getting ready to celebrate 20 years uh, in the business. Super excited about that. And Brad will tell you that he started Allo, first of all, as a, as a phone company. Right. And then two years later, in 2005, started to build out our first fiber community in Scotts Bluff, Nebraska, way up, way up in the panhandle. Yep. And from there, you know, it just continued to grow uh, slowly at first. Um, our first big move, and this is when I started to join Allo, came uh, when uh, we were invited to come to Lincoln, Nebraska, because Brad and the team had done a really good job of connecting communities in western Nebraska mm -hmm. and there was a gentleman by the name of Mike Dunlap who is uh, started who had started Nelnet still the executive chairman of the board there and for those folks that aren't familiar with Nelnet they're the federal uh, they, they service federal student loans and okay. uh, really wanted to get Allo to Lincoln so in 2016 Brad met with um met with Mike Dunlap and the rest is history, as they say. So shortly after that, I joined Allo. We, we continue to grow throughout Nebraska and have expanded since in Colorado and, and Arizona. But, you know, we, we, I think the reason we, one of the reasons we're growing so much and so quickly is because, you know, I often talk about our four core values, which we can get into if you'd like, but, you know, we just, really provide over-the-top exceptional customer service in the communities we serve. And that is one of the big benefits people have experienced, communities have experienced and realized is, you know, we often say, guess what? If you, if you call us on the phone, we will pick it up and actually talk to you. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the wonders of wonders. Yes. So rare that happens in this day and age, isn't it? Well, let's talk a little bit about that Lincoln project um, because it's, it's interesting for many, many reasons. And it kind of helps serve as a little bit of a model for some of your future growth. That it was a, uh, a project where it was a, the, a public entity involved, uh, Lincoln Electric, and then uh, in the city of Lincoln, and then you guys. So talk about a little bit about how that public-private partnership was put together in Lincoln. So it, it was interesting that, and I wish I could remember the gentleman's name, but, oh, it was maybe 15, 20 years ago. There was a gentleman here in Lincoln who has since passed away, 
um, who had the vision to put 300 miles of conduit in, in uh, un, underground. And as Brad tells the story, you know, people were asking, well, what's the purpose of this? And at, at that moment in time, there wasn't a definitive, you know, vision for it. It was just sort of, hey, this is something we should do. I mean, if we're going to be there anyway, let's just throw in the extra conduit. And I know that was really one of the motivating factors in Aloe coming uh, because that was available. You know, mm-hmm. the, the Lincoln Project is, and I've heard Brad say this at conferences, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's pretty accurate, is the largest underground ubiquitous project in the country. Now, I will defer to him uh, on, because, um, you know, he, he would know better than I, but being the largest underground ubiquitous build, I think is huge because Lincoln is population is about 300,000. So it's, mm-hmm. it's quite large. So our uh, partnership with the city of Lincoln was being able to lease that conduit. And then we have a really good relationship with Lincoln electric system, which of course serves the community. Um, and it's gone really, we're celebrating what six years now being in Lincoln and um, as Lincoln continues to grow, obviously, we continue to grow with the city. And, you know, one of our core values is to be local. Right. So we have a storefront here uh, in Lincoln. We have customers that still come and pay their bills in person, which is exciting. But we've expanded out by doing uh, supporting. Well, I, let me talk about this because this is kind of a game changer. Sure. You know, part of the local core value is we become part of the community. We'd like to support things that are important to the community, whether it's um, nonprofits, working with education, um, technology. We obviously get behind business to business and supporting and sponsoring the arts and entertainment. So every summer uh, in front of our store here in Lincoln, we, we have this large patio area with a stage. We bring in local bands. We partner with the local coffee shop, the mill. They bring in a local brewery. So for 10 weeks throughout the summer, we have live local music and it's a free event. And it has grown to about 700 people on average every week. Yeah. So yes, we have this wonderful fiber asset that people, you know, are using, realizing businesses, residents, government entities, uh, Lincoln Public Schools will, will soon be on our service. We're really excited about that partnership. But we also do things in the community where um, we try to give back and make a positive difference. Well, you know, that, that was one of the reasons why um, uh, we were excited to have Allo join CBAN is we really want, we want to uh, focus on our membership being community-focused providers. And some of those are municipalities, but you guys have a similar attitude that say some of the municipal broadband systems do out there that you really care about the communities you serve. You really care about the customers you serve. So, I mean, you guys have modeled that behavior, not only in Lincoln, but everywhere else you've been. Yeah. And let me, since you're kind of, we're talking around it, let me just Mm -hmm. talk about our four core values. I was just going to bring that up. Yeah. Well, so my title, you mentioned, you know, director of ethical engagement, that has a lot to do with that. The, the ethical piece is, is our core values. The engagement piece is, you know, just making sure we're always staying true to those. So, you know, the one core value I already talked about is being local, mm-hmm. getting involved in the community, having, having a storefront uh, in most all of our communities, some of our smaller ones, uh, 
you know, it's hard to justify that, but we make sure that we still have um, a presence in the community through whatever it is, doing, doing parades, having barbecues, mm-hmm. sponsoring events. So that's the local. Another, another core value is the honest core value. And you see that a lot in our pricing, meaning that we don't do contracts because our goal is to earn our, earn our customers' business every day. Um, we don't do lowball teaser rates um, just to try to lure people in and then increase prices you know, down the road. Um, we we want to be really competitive, but also fair and transparent in how we, we price our, our, our products. So we don't charge for installation. We don't charge for, for the router. People shouldn't have to pay extra to be able to enjoy, enjoy our services. Mm-hmm. So that's the honest core value. The hassle-free core value is simply treating others the way they want to be treated. The golden rule, you know, we, we want it. We want to make it easy for people to do business with us, uh, taking any obstacles out of the way. Um, even during our construction process, which, you know, you know, as you build out a fiber network, you're going to, you're going to disrupt for a while, right? It's going to yes, be a hassle, but we have uh, teams that do a great job of communicating what that process looks like, who to contact when they have questions and concerns. We have a restoration team that will go back and restore and replace anything we've displaced and make it as good, if not better. So that's hassle-free. And then the last one is the exceptional core value. Um, And that is how we really deliver customer service. Mm -hmm. Our net promoter scores continue to show us that we are staying true to going above and beyond providing that, uh, um, you know, service where customers are, we're exceeding their expectations because our, our net promoter scores are consistently between the 60 and 70 mark, you know, and 70 is, is that world-class that where you want to be. And we're currently sitting at a, at a 68. So that's the feedback from customers that say, absolutely. I would recommend Allo to my friends or family. Um, so that excites me because when I joined Allo, um, that's what got me excited where, hey, here's a company that has values. They don't just speak them, they live them. And, you know, very grateful to be part of helping that continue in our success. Well, that's fantastic. And obviously, you know, um, y- you've hit the mark on a lot of these uh, these core values that they are things that people want. And that's why you've been successful in the markets that you've uh, been in. So yeah, um, talk a little bit about how you guys have grown. You know, we talked about Lincoln. You have another uh, project in Fort Morgan, which is a C-band member, where you partnered with the city of Fort Morgan to build fiber there, utilizing some uh, of their assets. So what has what your growth strategy uh, been here the past couple of years, and where are you going from here? People, yeah, people will usually ask, what is Allo's business model? And our model is, um, you know, what, what does the community want? For example, when you mentioned Fort Morgan, uh, that's, that was kind of a unique business model because, and this was bef- right before I joined Allo, mm-hmm. but as we were having conversations with Fort Morgan and looking to grow and expand in Colorado, what was unique about them is they own their own utilities their own electrical utilities, and they wanted to own a fiber network. They, they had, you know, funds available through being good fiscal financial stewards. Mm-hmm. And 
So as Brad was talking with them, it just made sense that, well, you guys own your utilities. It will be, you know, really advantageous for us to partner with you and get on poles where we need to get on poles and go underground where we go underground. So the way that has worked is Fort Morgan actually owns the network. Mm -hmm. Allo operates the network. And then through um, how, you know, who owns up to the drops, Allo owns all the electronics. And so based on that in, in the agreement, it's structured so that, you know, re revenue is, is generated uh, to them and to Allo. And it's, it truly has been a very successful partnership. Right. Going forward, because about two years ago, we were, uh, Allo was recapitalized with Nelnet and through a firm called SDC Capital Partners. Mm -hmm. Now our pro approach has been more where we bring the capital. We don't ask the community for any type of funding. Um, so obviously very capital intensive, but what we do ask is that they work with us on, you know, making sure we can access the, the rights away uh, that permitting is streamlined. Right. Uh, it's been, been a challenge. I, I will be upfront. It's been a challenge in Colorado for us with some permitting because it seems to be across the board, but we've, it's gone a little slower, but I think we've done a good job in developing those relationships. And it really is, Curtis, it's a trust issue, I think. Sure. It, um, it takes time for them to realize Allo's different. Um, you know, when we say we want a long-term relationship because this fiber asset is going to be there for the next 40 or 50 years, Allo is also going to be there for the next 40, mm -hmm. 50 years. So it's kind of a different mentality, I think, um, for some communities. So, you know, we've been, we've been up for the challenge. We've done a great job. So, but yeah, great relationship long-term in Fort Morgan, a little different. Um, Breckenridge is an, another one. I'll mention that. Sure. Um, Breckenridge is one where they actually own the network. So as we're constructing, we go along based on, on their timeline and winter's coming. So we have to, of course, work with that. That one's going a little bit slower, but that is, um, that is a revenue share project that we do there as well. Um, so going forward, you mentioned new communities. Yeah, we recently announced a couple of communities south of Omaha, Papillion, um, La Vista, Gretna. Mm -hmm. How do we determine where to go? Um, we have a new markets team where we look at a couple of factors. We look at the demographics, of course. We look at the growth rate of the community. So the Omaha um, community, Omaha South communities I mentioned, have tremendous growth potential here in Nebraska. You know, the ones in Colorado, we're, we're uh, primarily focusing on the front range community. We, we have Greeley kind of as our anchor uh, community there. And then those around that, tremendous growth there. And then Arizona, we're in Arizona because, you know, we have gotten uh, feedback that residents and businesses have just been really frustrated with the incumbents. And so it's mm -hmm. an opportunity for Allo to go in and compete uh, and compete well and really make a difference. So we, we look at the growth. We look at communities. Typically our sweet spot is right around 25 to a hundred thousand in population. Um, so for Nebraska, that doesn't leave too many communities. <laughs> really? 
Um, Very true. Yeah. Which again is why we're have expanded into these, uh, these other markets. So, well, it certainly seems like very controlled expansion and growth. Um, there are other companies out there that just seem to be kind of throwing fiber at the wall as fast as they can. You guys seem to put a lot more care and thought into the markets you're going to. Um, well, we try to take a a regional approach. Sure. Sure. Um, you know, and I'm not the expert on the the electronic electronic piece or the engineering piece, but I've heard our you know team say many times. Obviously, it makes sense if we can take a regional approach mm-hmm. and the CO location, and and you know, so we've had those conversations. Um, yeah, we typically don't do what I'll call one-offs unless we see potential to really be able to expand in that region. So you could see an expansion into an area where there are um, synergies there, size be- benefits, maybe one or more communities of 25,000 in size. So if right. any of you know, leaders from any of those communities are listening or watching this, how do they, uh, how do they reach out to you and say, hey, you want to come to our town? Exactly. Well, and you know, our smallest community is in Bridgeport, Nebraska. Its population is about 1,500. Okay. And people say, well, so you... Absolutely. But the reason for that is because it's, quote unquote, right next door to Ogallala, Nebraska, sure. which which that population is significantly higher. And, you know, we have Garing, Nebraska. So we do have smaller communities. But when you look at it from a regional perspective, you know, then then it makes sense for the community and, and for Allo. So if you have communities that would like, you know, to have Allo consider them on our website, we have a link that's entitled communities that want aloe. It's that, it's that simple. Mm-hmm. And that actually goes to our new markets team and we respond to every one of those requests. So what we'll do is we'll start our feasibility analysis and look at location, start looking at demographics. Um, and we respond to every single one of those inquiries. Part, part of our honest core value is, you know, we always try to find a way to say yes, but sometimes the answer is no. Sometimes the answer is not yet. And I will tell you that we have stood up a team just um, there to focus on the new bead grants right. because there's, there's going to be tremendous opportunity uh, for communities there. And, you know, so smaller rural communities, we have a team that is, is working on developing that strategy and, and what that will look like. Oh, good. You got it. You got it right got there. Got it up there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, and that's, I'm glad you pulled that up because one of the first things we request from the community is their GIS data. Right. Um, Very our, our team will, Yeah. Our team will start to do a, a feasibility design analysis, and that really is what gets the ball rolling on our end. I see you even have a nice little city checklist here on your website. Mm-hmm. That's nice, too. And this on the checklist, it has really the essential data points that we request, mm-hmm. which we reach out. Um, try to establish a relationship with the local electrical utilities Mm -hmm. because our team, you know, we often say we follow the character and nature of of existing utilities. Um, So if we can get that data, we can go ahead and start the design process from that. 
Great. And that's again at their, uh, their website, allocommunications.com. If any of you uh, are of interest in looking at that, I, you know, you've got Nebraska kind of the home state, right? And you've grown into Colorado and now growing into Arizona. Do you guys look at it on a state by state basis or just follow the opportunities wherever they present themselves? Well, yes and yes and no. I mean, <laughs> it, it really, and, and our, our team, I'm on the new markets development team. We really look at um, where incumbents are and what the, like I said, the, the dissatisfaction right. level there may be of those communities. And we get inquiries, you know, all the time. Hey, we'd love to have Allo come. And that seems to be the biggest. Well, the biggest is the dissatisfaction level along with wanting to increase competition. And if we right. feel like we can go in and serve the community well and compete well, then we want to do that. Well, there are probably certain incumbents that make it a little easier for that decision to get made. You were talking about your net promoter score and where it stands. And I can tell you that you could put a minus sign in front of that number, and that would be uh, similar to what some of the net promoter scores are for some of the larger incumbents out there. Just a great deal of dissatisfaction. And a lot of comes, a lot of it really comes back to those what your core values are. Those entities, those companies are not necessarily delivering on some of those core values, like being a good member of the community, like honesty and uh, transparency and pricing. And, and that's, that's why people, um, that's why people have a longing for more community focused providers like Allo and like other CBAD provider. Members. Yeah, I think you're right. And being the ethical guy, I'm obviously not going to throw anybody under the bus no. or name, name names, but I could do that yeah, for you, but I'm not on this webcast because <laughs> I don't want to get I don't want to get sued. So, no, but but you are right. When we look at other net promoter scores, I mean, generally they're you know single digits, negative digits. Yeah, yeah. You know, the other thing I, w- I want to add, which is kind of the value add piece, making a difference and positive impact in our communities, is we also work really closely with uh, low income households on the new ACP program. Right you know, the affordable connectivity program. I I have to say during the pandemic, when this really started as the emergency broadband benefit, we jumped in. I mean, we were one of the first ones to step up and say, absolutely. We want to participate in this. So when the first of this year, it, it transitioned to ACP. um, We said, you know, not only will we just take the $30 subsidy, we will step up and provide the 100 by 100 megabits to any household that, that qualifies. Um, so because of that, there were only a handful of providers uh, nationwide that actually got invited to the White House. Right. Uh, Brad, our founder and CEO, along with our director of development, director of marketing, about two months ago, were invited to the White House, essentially so uh, the vice president could say thank you for participating and I mean, that, that is so gratifying because you really see how the, the, the philosophy of, again, the core values from the very beginning get lived out and the difference you make in, in people's lives. One, one quick story. Sure. So I had a single mom who here in Lincoln um, is on our free service, but when she found out it was going to be no cost to her, she couldn't believe it. She called and said, you know, I, I'm a single mom taking college classes and I can't always be in the classroom. I need to be home with, with my kids. And she said, by having Allo service, 
Prior to that, what I would do is I'd have to hotspot my phone mm -hmm. and take my tests online. And these were time tests. She would end up hitting her data cap. Yeah. They would throttle her speed down and she couldn't complete the test in the allotted time. And here's the kicker. She said, I would end up failing, but I'm not a stupid person. Mm. And she said, now by having, you know, Allo's service, I never have to worry about that again. And I thought, boy, when you talk about making a difference in people's lives, you have right. no idea until you hear these stories. Yeah, no, that's, so and that's a real rubber meets gratifying. the road story. Cause that's exactly what, you know, ACP was created to do is, to, uh, you know, get those people connected that need it most and right. are not in a position to always be able to write the large, larger check for full price. Right. So. And, the, and again, the key local being one of our core values, developing relationships, the key for us has been developing really strong relationships with the nonprofits in the community mm -hmm. because again, it's a matter of trust. So they know us, they trust Allo and they can help transfer that trust to the very households that this ACP program is going to benefit. And that's, that's how it's really worked for us in our communities. Fantastic. Well, Dave, we want to really thank you for being part of our uh, discussion on our uh, today on our um, member spotlight. Again, remind everybody, if you are interested in learning more about Allo Communications, their website is www.allocommunications.com. Uh, Dave Miller is the Director of Ethical Engagement being joining us today. Thanks for being a C-Band member, Dave, and, and thanks for joining us. You bet. Thanks for the work that you guys do. Thanks for the invite, and hopefully we'll see you at the next conference. Absolutely. Person. Thank you for listening to the Broadband Action Podcast. We encourage you to like or subscribe for future content here on the podcast. Spread the word. And thanks for joining us.